Boom! What's going on, everyone? I'm Logan, the 64th Gear Jammer Steel, founder of Advantage Diecast, welcoming you to the warehouse on another episode of Toy Talk. What do you think of the Peterbilt 351? Do you think of the movie Duel? The original truck was a Peterbilt 281, but a 351 was used to make new scenes for the theatrical release. However, that isn't the only movie that used a Pete 351. Other movies included Waterworld, Shoot 'em Up, The Invaders, Chastity, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Thunderbolt and Lightfoot, Road Movie, Breaker Breaker, Timber Tramps, and a few others. The 351 was a fan favorite in the movies for years and probably will make a few more appearances in films in the future. But this video isn't about any of them. This video is a review of a Neo Scale Models 1961 Peterbilt 351 day cab in blue with yellow stripes and yellow frame for Miller and Young cargo lines. This is a 1961 Peterbilt 351 needle nose day cab tandem axle tractor. 351s were dual drives. So they were basically the same as the 281, but the 281, if it was in a tandem configuration, only had one drive axle and a tag axle. 351s had drive axles on both tandems. It comes in the standard Neo scale models box. It's got a hardboard sleeve with a little mirror piece in the back and then it has a clear plastic display case and a hard plastic black base plate. And on that base plate it says Peterbilt 351 needle nose 1961. Great idea because if you take these out it makes it easy to put them back. And I recommend you keep the boxes because if you ever have to move or do anything the safest way to transport your collection is put them in the box. Also, if you ever have to sell it, you're going to get a lot more money if you have all the boxes. Now, this one is Neo 64065. That's its item number. Now, let's go on and slide him out of here and take a much closer look at it. Get the sleeve out of the way. And then we'll go on and look at this box. Now, you can see it has the hard display box, and it just kind of clips in place. You take it off. Be careful. You don't want to break your truck when you do it. So be careful with it. But there you go. Now, the truck is attached with two Phillips head screws. <laughs> this one has the bigger screws. Sometimes they use smaller screws. Never really sure why they choose which ones they do. But whenever you want to open these, because Neo uses resin cabs on die cast frames. Those are die cast metal frames. So they're very strong and dirty and sturdy. You want to hold the truck with your forefinger on top of the frame and your thumb underneath that, and apply pressure. That way you don't actually um, let the truck fall when you go away and you don't break any parts. Some of these screws are a little harder than others to go on and get out of. But there we go. Now we'll take this other screw out. 
The other worst part is because they use Phillips, because we like Phillips heads over here instead of triangles. <laughs> They're easy to round. The triangle heads, I don't believe I've ever been able to round one, but there's always a first time for everything. Now let's set him down and pick him up. Once you've got that off, just pick him up right off there. Then you can see it has those two little pegs, and all those pegs are for is to make it so you don't see the screws hang underneath the truck if you actually looked. Not sure if you could see it or not that way, but that's what they're for. And this is the truck sitting off of its base plate. Isn't that beautiful? The yellow five-spoke wheels, the aluminum five-spoke wheel on the front with a yellow cap. That's pretty sharp. It has a blue cab with yellow and white striping on it. It's got the Peterbilt tampoed right on the side. Then on the door it says Miller and Young Cargo Lines. Don't know much about them, but I do know it has an Illinois plate, so maybe that's where they're from. It's also got a blue fuel tank and a blue oil filter there. The fenders are blue, and on the back of each front fender there is a little mud flap. It's a metal piece. The frame is die cast. The cab is resin. There's no mud flaps on the back, but there's little mud flaps up front. Kind of funny. It has a battery box step here that's got a nice diamond plate tread on it. And then it's got the door handle, the grab bar, and the mirror. Those are also resin pieces, and they're painted silver. Turning them around to the front, it has an Illinois Land of Lincoln license plate. Individual jewel-style headlights. It has the clear amber-style uh, individual part turn signals on the fenders. Really nice pieces. It has a photo-etched grill. And it has the Peterbilt logo right there on the top. That's sharp. Silver bumper, the real thin bumper, which was standard on these 351s. Not like these big drop bumpers people like to run today. You can see both mirrors stick out pretty good on this truck. And then it's got a lot of nice detail. Coming around to this side here. There's your air intake. Back then they really only ran one air intake, not two. Also, the single exhaust stack with the muffler there. The detail for the heat shield for your muffler is actually just a um, decal that's got little black dots on it, but it makes a really nice look. Now, what I don't see on this side is there's no grab bar, so I guess grab the muffler. Ouch. But then it's got the uh, door handle there and the uh, mirror. Windows are vacuum formed with a little black outline tampoed around them and then on the passenger side because no battery boxes they slide the fuel tank forward and then they put the steps in the fuel tank the bands are painted silver on this side they were painted blue on the other side they're silver here silver steps silver fuel cap and on the other side it has a blue fuel cap pretty cool now we're going to go on around to the back there's another illinois license plate and then it's got two brake lights However, those two brake lights are, individ are not individual parts. They're part of the frame, and then they're just painted yellow like the frame, and then they just tamp a little bit of red on the ends to make them look like brake lights. Good enough for me. Turning them up just a little bit, and you'll see it has a pivoting fifth wheel that has a kingpin hole for DCP and first gear type trailers and anything with straight kingpins. That's pretty much the standard. Only people left not using that is spec cast, I think. 
maybe Liberty Classics too. And then you can see it has a little back window. These were little window peats. They were tiny windows. Kind of nice because it kept the sun out, but at the same time, it did limit your visibility. But peat was a uh, known for them. Going down underneath, you can see it has the uh, front suspension with front tie rod there, made in China cast into it, springs on there, bottom of engine detail, transmission detail, and a drive shaft from the front transmission to the front axle, then another drive shaft to the second axle, making this a 351 since it is a dual drive, and then you've got the suspension there. Also, you can see coming out from underneath the cab, you can see the muff, the tailpipe going to the muffler there. Very, very nice detail. Tipping him up this way onto the top, it's got five individual bullet style roof lights that are silver with a little orange painted on the front to emulate the amber lenses. And then classic Peterbilt, single air horn right in the center of the roof. And note how that cab is V'd to match with the hood. In a way, it's probably quite aerodynamic, this cab was, but man, it did make it a little cramped inside. These were small cabs. Their exhaust pipe, the muffler is all resin, but the tailpipe itself is actually a little um, piece of tubing that cut a 45 miter on it, and it's actually hollow there. Pretty nice the way they can do that. Their 351 was the first 351 that came out before First Gear did. And Neo's 351 is far finer detailed. All the parts are much de finer detailed than actually on the First Gear version. But that's okay. This is a resin and the other is die cast. And that's the difference. You can make some much, much finer detail in resin than you can in die cast. Now, being a day cab, and since I don't really know what these guys hauled, but being a day cab and out of Illinois, there's lots of farming. So I think hooking this guy to a grain trailer would be a great way to show off what it looks like hooked up to a trailer. And there it is, guys. The 1961 Peterbilt 351 hooked to a DCP 45-foot Wilson tandem axle grain trailer. That cab is by Neo Scale Models, and that would be a classic site running on the farm roads in Illinois back in the day. Day cab Pete with a grain trailer. If Hollywood is such a fan of the Peterbilt 351, wouldn't one improve your collection or your diorama? I've added this one to mine, and it really stood out sitting at the antique truck show down at the county fair. I've got these and other trucks for sale at www.farmtoysandmore.com. There's also a link down in the description below. Thanks for watching. Drop a comment below on what you liked or what you didn't like about the video. And I just know that you've got some friends out there that would enjoy this video, so go on and give it a share with the share button. Please be sure to hit the thumbs up button to let YouTube know that you enjoyed this video and make sure you tap the subscribe button and join my YouTube family. I really appreciate each and every member of my YouTube family. I'm Logan, 
the 64th Gear Jammer Steel, and I'll be back in the warehouse soon for another episode of Toy Talk.